Uh, you guys excited for next year's 10th a- a- Apple Watch? Not if they're changing the bands, no. Oh, John. Oh, John. <laughs> John Aloysius Moltz. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'll take it. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get you. I, I, I get that. But at some point, they're going to have to change them, I feel like. And 10 years is a pretty good run. Like, I, I don't well, love it, but uh, I'm well, not I get, mad I mean, about if it. there's some sort of big advantage, I suppose, that you have to change them. Well, I think should, the, should the answer them. is what they said is that the, we'll let them make the watch a lot thinner because, like, literally the shape of that yeah. Yeah. hole is what which makes is, the watch so thick. Which, which would is, be cool. I think that'd yeah. be cool. I'd be willing mm-hmm. to entertain such an idea. Yeah. Maybe they'd make an adapter. <laughs> a dongle. watch it'd dongles be all, it'd be longer <laughs> picturing what that would look like and the answer is super jank yeah i don't i don't imagine that working very well yeah, i mean every time you get a new phone you need a phone case just about so it, it doesn't shock me that the bands would eventually i mean need to be retired yeah but We're i don't have change... like i don't have like five phone cases how many charging yeah. cables do you have because you have to change all those out pretty soon <laughs> Well, but I have USB-C cables. I know. See, this is how they get you. So. What if they're MagSafe connectors for your watch bands? <laughs> don't, ask, don't, don't think about it too hard. Yeah, just I'm, go trying, I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> what if it's, yeah, what if it's just a band and then you just, you slap the, uh, the slap watch, the watch on, it. on it? Mm. I like My that. question is, why doesn't Apple make the bands out of flexible batteries? That's, to me, that's the real magic. Oh, man. It also, it doubles as a wrist warmer. So that's make the really whole, nice. Yeah, make the whole watch out of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> and while they're at it, they should make it out of the material they make the black boxes and the planes out of. Um, <laughs> I don't want to scratch my watch anymore. That's probably taking the fall detection thing too far. I was at the, um, I was doing um, PT yesterday um, for a shoulder thing, and I was, one of them involved lifting a, a weight over my head, and my physical therapist very thoughtfully was like, oh, you can take your watch off if you want. And I was like, oh, it's fine. And then I realized the reason she had said it was because it was like a kettlebell. And so when I held it, like, it's going backwards, oh, it's like, down my wrist, it. and it's, like, hitting yeah. the watcher time. And after twice, yeah. like, once or twice, I was like, you know, I'm just going to turn my watch around for this. Yeah. Because <laughs> don't really relish the idea of shattering the screen as I was <laughs> pumping iron. We had some friends over Saturday, and uh, we were discussing the Apple Watch, and... um a surprising number of people who had uh, had Apple Watches sitting around the table did not know what the buttons did. <laughs> I just say because I was explaining how the buttons how the buttons work different many times. Yeah, I was explaining how they're working different on the on the beta. I was like, oh, I have the beta. I'm like, what? We have a look, look what they do now. And they're like, well, what do they do now? <laughs> oh, you don't I, know, huh? I want to put out there though that you having friends over to talk about the Apple Watch feels like cheating that's, on us. I just that's wanna, not. I just that is not. That, why that was why they were there. there. That, that was not why you're like John's over. like come on that, over that happened we'll to talk be... about Apple yeah right right and we'll, we'll we'll record it but we just won't publish it <laughs> I do find that when you are using the um, digital crown as a scroll wheel on the watch I find the little uh, clicking sound and the very tiny haptic very satisfying I think that's, oh, I think that's, that's Apple's so... best sound slash haptic combo I love that the in the beta that the digital crown gets used for actual stuff. Uh, on the watch Mm -hmm. on the watch face like yeah that was such a it was such a squandering of a great interaction that did basically nothing 
on most of the watch faces. It had for yeah. a while. You remember when it had the time travel feature where you could make the dials go around? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what does but, it do in the beta? I, I'm not using the beta on my watch. Oh, you're not? Okay. It, oh, it scrolls it down goes, to all your widgets yeah. and your complications. Oh, it's great. Right. I like it a lot. Yeah. And then they scroll away when you go back up. I mean, that's, it yeah. works pretty well. The, I do miss the swiping for different watch faces. I will say that. Um, I had a conversation. We, I think we talked about that in the, yeah. in the you yeah. know, Discord. But yeah, um, I, I had a conversation, you know, elsewhere with people about that uh, at John's house, but we did, we're not going to release <laughs> it. Um, but talking about like, you know, the counter argument was uh, feeling like people accidentally, sw- you know, switched watch faces and didn't know how to get back to where their watch faces were, like especially the same people who didn't know where the buttons were, right? <laughs> which I can understand. Like, it was very easy to switch watch faces. It was, was nice. yeah, but that's that's why I liked it. It was easy yeah, to switch I watch agree. faces. I, and, uh, my argument was, I think... The problem in some ways is that when Apple sets up the default watch for you, it sets up several different watch faces. And the answer should be, there should only be one, but if you set a second one up, it should enable that functionality, right? Because then you've taken a positive action that's like, I want multiple watch faces and I want to switch between them. And so then they should enable you to do the swiping because like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Heard it here first, Apple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or wherever else I discussed it, which I Are don't remember. I don't know. Sure they're I, I'd like to be able to swipe between bands as well. That would be convenient for me. Mm. Well, the magnetic uh, band, you can. I'm really going to need to think about that one. Well, in addition to uh, those bands, by the way, uh, it sounds like the Watch 10, which is currently being called the potentially Watch X, quote unquote. <laughs> the watch, it's it's being called the Watch Twitter. <laughs> God, he's ruined that letter for literally everybody. He really everybody. has, yeah. Um, micro LED display, which would be better color and clarity than the current ones, and possibly the uh, much discussed blood pressure monitoring. Uh, really hard for me to care design. at all about a much better display. <laughs> like, it looks fine. The next one will look fine. It feels like the kind of thing that would only look different side by side. Probably true. I assume this would, would be, allow this would them be to make next, it bigger too. Next this is year? next year, yeah, because yeah. that would be the tenth anniversary. That does leave me in a bit of a quandary because I was kind of thinking maybe of upgrading this year, but now it seems like maybe I shouldn't. Or would it be? Hold on, unless you want one more watch to use all your bands with. Well, that's a possibility okay. too. It right? could also be the 2024 or 2025 because it was announced. Oh, yeah, so, the Apple Watch yeah. was announced in 2014, but didn't <sighs> get released until 2015. So wait, are we count? doing math now? No. Yes, yeah. there is my uh, my my plan my current habit of charging the watch while I shower works pretty well to get I get to the end of the day with absolutely plugging no stuff in your shower sounds real dangerous, man. The drawback is electrocution when when I forget to put it on, on the, the charging station when I shower and then I'm like, oh wait, I forgot and. And then it dies before the end of the day. When you have that moment of realizing you forgot to put on your watch, do you freeze in place and try to get somebody else to get it for you so you don't waste any more steps that your watch isn't calculating? No. <laughs> Me neither. No, I do not. First of all, because I'm usually standing <laughs> naked in the bathroom. And what? So <laughs> let, let me ask this other question, which is not a direct follow-on from that, but uh, which is, uh, so do you, is this because you wear your watch overnight? Okay, so why why do you charge it then as opposed to just overnight? I do yeah. charge it overnight. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But it's a watch five, and so the the battery oh, isn't it's great old. Anymore. Is what you're yeah. saying? Yep, yep. It gotcha. takes a nap. Gotcha. Okay. I right. usually don't wear my watch to sleep. I like when I wear it to sleep, but it's just it's too annoying. I, I, I have like never liked watch. to wear a watch. Yeah, no. yeah. I, no, no, that's no. not for me. I'm never going to do that. 
last night my uh, wife stretched in her sleep and punched me in the face, and I can only imagine <laughs> that she was wearing a watch. It would have hurt a lot more. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, my wife likes to wear her watch. Uh, she also likes to punch Dan in his sleep, but my wife likes to I wear her watch to talk to, to you about this. <laughs> And uh, I just, I always have to encourage her to turn on theater mode, though. I just don't like when that thing is shining in my face all night. That's not good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That should just be automatic. Well, the, the the bedtime mode does that, too. The sleep mode. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> She's in do not disturb, but not sleep mode, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Well, that sounds like a real Lauren problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It becomes a Lex problem, too. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, Lex also sounds like a real Lauren problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's also a extensive list out there of all the M3 models and what computers uh people are suspecting they will. So yeah, are we get we're getting MB3s before the end of the year? Is that the? I think it seems not unlikely we'll get the base some base M3s before. I almost said MP3s. That was that's going to be super fun. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) the M3 Pro, not the MP3. This digital music I keep hearing so much about. I was thinking the other day, uh, I wrote a thing on Six Colors, and it made me think of the whole DRM-free music thing and how never has there been a better example, perhaps, of of a victory that turned into something totally irrelevant within such a short period of time. Because we all got like DRM-free MP3s for a while, and then streaming like took over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, yep, sorry. Now, not only is your music DRM protected, you don't even own it. Yeah. <laughs> like i feel yeah, like we, something we, happened there i fought that for a long time <laughs> chris green always used to tell me that was yeah i was just so wasting my, about wasting chris my Breen, time yeah. but um you knew it first yeah and i'm still not completely satisfied with the current situation because i spend way more on music than i used to but i also i don't know do i consume i'm not sure i consume that much more new music than i than i did mm, uh, that's but a good point it is it is easier to get everything everywhere yeah. and through different services, you know, through different and devices I do appreciate as well. The ability to just be like, I heard a song, I can just go get yeah. it and mm-hmm. play it as much as I want. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's not totally like, you know, sides, but Hank yeah. and I'll be making dinner and music will be playing, and it will ask like, when did this song come out? You know, like he asks like, when when did this song come out? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll take a guess. And then he'll ask, hey, Dingus, and, you know, be completely right. You let him talk to your wife that way? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, don't, I, I appreciate it, like, when my favorite artists have the, new albums, I just name. have them already. Like, that's nice. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, like, and discovering older stuff, too. Like, I definitely put on, like, shuffle, like, stations or playlists that are in Apple Music that I just, when I especially just want music in the background. And... I think that's nice. It's nice to find stuff that I was like, oh, yeah. And the discovery, the discovery is, is, you know, when the, when it works, it's great. You know, I mean, when, when I managed to find a way to find new music, (laughs) despite, (laughs) despite all the things that they set up for me to find new music. (laughs) Yeah. I do get annoyed when I, when I like have Apple music play like my station or whatever, the frequency with which some songs come up. Not not in the same city, but like, I don't need to hear Semi Charmed Life every time I listen to music. But Apple Music really thinks <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, you do. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I have, like, you know, we've heard it eighty times. I have this uh, feeling as well because I often play. Um, there's a classic rock essentials playlist that's pretty good. But I feel like better than fifty percent of the time I ask for that playlist, it starts with the same song. 
And I tell it to shuffle. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, shuffle the classic rock essentials playlist. And like 50, 50 to 60% of the time, it's Back in Black is the first song. Great song. <laughs> Not arguing with that. But it doesn't make me feel like this playlist is as extensive as I'd like. I also mm-hmm. noticed, and I honestly, I don't know if this is an Amazon Music problem or an Apple Music problem. Amazon, if you're listening, you never got rid of my comp to Amazon Music account <laughs> from when I worked there. I don't want it. My echoes keep defaulting to it. It's fine. But uh, on one of them, if I say to shuffle an album, it will shuffle the album, but will always start with the first song. <laughs> one of those services will always start with the first song of the album and then shuffle the rest if I ask it to shuffle the album, which I find very odd because it makes you think it's not shuffling <laughs> because technically, I guess it's not since it's playing the first track in first position. Mm-hmm. But after that, it shuffles. It's just very weird. That is very weird. Yeah, everything's terrible. Well, not everything. <laughs> All these conveniences are so inconvenient. Just, just most things. <laughs> I uh, bought some more Apple tech. Oh, what oh did boy. I buy? Man, I buried the lead. Newton? AirTag 2. Newton. Bought, I did buy another set of AirTags. <laughs> <laughs> because, ironically, as I've mentioned before, I, bu- I bought four. Three of them were in use. I don't know where the fourth one is. Never turned it on, so I don't never find it ever again lost somewhere it's possible i swallowed it there's no mm. way to know uh, i'm sure i will pass. come across it uh at the <laughs> most <laughs> opportunity really way. disgusting way <laughs> what are you uh what are you tagging uh so not only do i i took possession of my dad's bike because he was no longer using it and i got it tuned up and i've been riding that around a bit so i was thinking oh, i should put an air tag on that mm. um also we I bought just saw an- another yeah another story about someone getting their bike back because of an yeah. air tag. And we bought an e-bike this past week. So, oh, uh, you did. You pulled the trigger. Pulled the e-bike the doesn't app. always report its location through it, its own app. It does not have its own thing now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna air tag that sucker. Question is, how many? Is it a self-driving e-bike? <laughs> yes, it's an Elon Musk special. <laughs> why? Why is that a question? How many air tags? Well, because the do you, there are multiple people who suggest like you put an air tag that's easy to find. So that people steal it and get that air tag. They're like, ah, I'm so smart. I got rid of the air tag. But then you have an air tag that's harder to find. Oh my god! <laughs> Why don't they make the whole bike out of air tag? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. You know, I don't know if I want to say how much this this e bike cost, but it was a lot. <laughs> so I yeah, feel like yeah, protecting sure it, it with not, a couple yeah, air they tags. Don't, they don't is give pretty them away. Yeah. I, I, so I, I think I'm not convinced on the psychological logic or the psychologic, if you yep, will, of, of let me have one that's obvious so that I can hide another one versus simply hiding one. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> hey, sure there's no air tag well, on this bike. I don't will, worry. It will note, right, though? It will tell them. That's the thing. Is as soon as they, because yeah. when the air tag is traveling with you and it's not yours, you get alerted to it. So people will know, in theory, people will know to look for it. Rather than that, I'm this, not saying they're going like, to taste as the bike. A, as like an opportunity to sell dummy air tags. Right. Won't there be <laughs> two Ooh, air like tags that. though? <laughs> like, won't, won't yeah, it right. two warnings? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's, I mean, st- it will still tell them that there's an air tag. I hate yeah, this I, system. <laughs> I yeah. do too, but I understand 100 percent why it's necessary, and it's. Not. Oh no, the system I hate is the two air tag system. I, oh, okay. I just that's on. fair. Uh, but I will. In, in googling around about this, I have found a number of great suggestions. There are several third-party products that disguise. Air tags as something else, like a reflect- bell. Yeah, there's a bell. There is a bell. There's absolutely a bell. You can put it in. There's a reflector that you can put on the back of the bike that you can put an air tag in. There's one that goes on like the top of your handlebar post and just looks like just basically just the, the cap on the post. You uh, should put an air tag in every single part of the bike. <laughs> Oops, all air tag. <laughs> 
I have seen some people suggesting places to put it like inside the frame, but the problem is it will run out of batteries eventually. People and will that definitely feels like a suggest real where, you, where you can put your rear tag. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just put it on the seat, and then the problem solves itself. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're tracking the wrong thing. <laughs> Digestion. Anyways, uh, I, I think it's an interesting idea, uh, and I've been looking around to just figure out other, other options because I'm curious. Now, there's also, it sounds like, John, you just saw a story about somebody finding their bike with an air tag, but yeah. there's the, the problem sometimes of, you might see where it is, but it's, there can still be some danger involved in going to recover the mm-hmm. stolen object. Yeah. It does feel crazy. like, I don't know do. at this point, they should, like, okay, this is going to stake out a bold position about how the police should be more helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. But it does feel like there are cases where it's like, okay, this is enough of a thing now that maybe like people, like the the police department should at least be aware of them. I mean, maybe I'm sure in some places they are uh, more than others, but like, what didn't they like? They hand the New York City police handed out a bunch of air tags. Yeah, I think that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like it's the same thing where people like there used to be things about people losing their phone or having their phone stolen and like being able to show on a map like here's my phone and they're like, yeah, we can't right. do anything uh yeah it's like great yeah, sorry it's not helpful it you know you when you think about how apple's um i forgot the official name but the emergency <laughs> messaging thing right mm-hmm. and they've got that whole they, they what they say is when you use the emergency messaging thing via satellite that there's apple trained emergency response people who can get in contact with local the proper authorities to help mm. you and like Maybe Apple could set up another thing. It's just like the Apple Recover Your Stuff Foundation that knows how to reach out to police in most helpful ways to say, "Hey, here's a reported object that is missing." Yeah, right. We had a we had an we had an iPhone stolen, and then I remember that the it, the the police recovered it, um, caught the person who took it, and um, that but then it it sat in evidence for like over a year <laughs> mm. <laughs> because the person was being prosecuted for stealing a whole bunch of stuff so and the wheels of justice turn slowly yeah mm-hmm. and, and the wheels dumb. of the bike turn fast <laughs> if someone steals <laughs> it around i like to put don't get me started about the bus man i don't voting machines um no yeah. don't get started on the bus i uh, man i don't miss the bus <laughs> you know what's fun <laughs> is that every week when we do this show i get a notification from clean my mac that it's time to run clean my mac again because i ran it once during the show and i guess it goes every week <laughs> at exactly the yeah, same time yeah that said, this episode is not brought to you by them. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Uh, there are subscriptions for everything these days, from streaming services to fitness programs. And sometimes it feels impossible to keep tabs on what you're paying for every month. That's why if you have any of these paid subscriptions, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is the personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I have used Rocket Money for a really long time. I'm a big fan. They've lowered my uh, cable bill uh, two years in a row that I use for internet. Um, They have uh, told me when subscriptions suddenly started charging me more, and they uh, helped me not accidentally uh, get an overdraft fee on one of my accounts when my taxes were pulled from the wrong bank account. But most people think they're spending $80 on the subscriptions when they're really spending closer to 200 smackers. It's so easy to lose track of what you're paying for when you subscribe to multiple services. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. So easy. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. They can even negotiate to lower your bills by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and they'll take care of the rest. 
Plus, you can monitor all your expenses in one place and get recommended custom budgets based on your past spending. With more than 3 million users, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. Stop wasting money on things you don't use and sign up for Rebound Prime. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash rebound. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash rebound. Rocketmoney.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Rocket Money for their support of this show and for lowering my cable bill two years in a row. You're yeah. welcome. Oh my God, Rocket Money's on the line? <laughs> Hi, Lex. <laughs> Hi, Rocket Money. <laughs> well, what a rich baritone the Rocket Money has. Well, it got so rich for all the money it's saving. Uh-huh. That's how That's, that works. Uh, <clears throat> rich and creamy. Wait, no, this got weird. <laughs> I, I I did a little throwaway joke about Rebound Prime because that's a subscription nobody would ever want to let lapse. But we have some, uh, you know, Rebound Prime, of course. I think you can sign up for it, prime.reboundcast.com. Bonus episodes, bootlegs. Uh, uh, join the member Discord and submit questions that we answer. We have some of those questions uh, if you guys are open to answering some. We've always said we would let you submit questions. I'll consider it. I answer them. Sure. I mean, it could, this week I'm going to consider it on a question-by-question question basis. All right. Mo says, I think this is tagging me, primarily as a mixed metaphor softball for me. Lex, do you like cricket? I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. We get talked the about cricket or the game, right? We talked about it last week. I just wasn't sure why it was a mixed metaphor, softball for me. Uh, but uh, I, I don't, I don't particularly. There care was a girl named Cricket in my junior high school who I liked very much. Oh, I have some questions. <laughs> that didn't work out for me. <laughs> I guess um, it did work out for her. Was she, she, was she your conscience? <laughs> she was not. Didn't <laughs> Uh, Mahir wants to know if any of us owns a 3D printer, and if so, what do you use it for? And if you don't own one, would you get one? What would you use it for? I think this 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 has been covered because John, don't you have one that doesn't work? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I was uh, recently like looking at them again, like thinking, well, I've got this Albatross sitting here. I should get rid of this and then get one that actually works. The Albatross is a good model too, and Mm -hmm. you can I I could 3D print them, Um, but. It's like the one that the wire cutter recommends is quite expensive and doesn't have a huge print. Like the 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 cheap one doesn't have a very big print size. The other one's very expensive, and I'm just like, I want to wait and longer and <laughs> hope the price comes down because I don't want to get one with a tiny print bed. Like right. If I'm going to print yeah. stuff, I want to be able to. I want to have some flexibility, and I also don't want to spend a bazillion dollars on it right now because I just don't know that I'm going to use it that much. I don't own a 3D printer. I assume I won't own a 3D printer. It just, it doesn't mesh with my brain. <laughs> I don't want to keep, like, I already hate keeping my existing printer for paper it, supplied with supplies, so I'm not And I just to... don't, like, you know, having been through two already that don't work, I don't have a lot of, and, and reading online about, like, you know, like I said, I was looking up problems with 3D printers online when I got the first one, it didn't work, and I was discovering a lot of instances of people saying, oh yeah, this thing doesn't work, but you can 3D print a, a piece that will make it work, and it's like, what? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> if I could 3D print, I wouldn't have the problem. But I, I think for me, what it fundamentally comes down to is, yes, it seems super cool. I love the idea of the technology, but right now it seems mostly useful for producing small pieces of plastic. And you know what my house is already full of? Small pieces of plastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, Dan would call his 3D printer a choking hazard generator. Yeah, yeah, that's also a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Puppies not, apparently like to chew I mean, small the, pieces of plastic too. The only thing that I think is it would be cool for is if I still played D&D in person more regularly, printing D&D minis on it seems super cool. But I, they also I wouldn't don't be know. as good as some of the other like ones you can get elsewhere. So I, yeah. 
do the Kinko's style places of the world have like 3D printers available for use? Like, are there are there stores the, where you can? There go are places where you can. Yeah, I think there are I've places seen, where like, you can go. I've seen like uh, like King, maker Kinko's spaces still, type things. Yeah, <laughs> still around? I guess so. Uh, I don't know. I think it's owned by either FedEx or UPS. Yeah, it's I think FedEx. it's FedEx Kinko's. Yeah, that's right. It is. Yeah. Um, Kevin S poses this query, which I've been thinking about all day. <laughs> What's your favorite non-tech related podcast right now that you've never been a host or guest on? Um, my, my longtime favorite is, uh, for smart is it the Taskmaster podcast? It is not, uh, in our time. Mm, oh, that's, oh, I, I, um, I once fell asleep to that show. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's nice. It's like, you know, it's a bunch of historians sitting around talking about, you know, it's a bunch of professors sitting around talking about a particular thing. Um, it's uh, it's often, sometimes it's science, sometimes it's history. There's, they have, I think you can get them divided. So like you could get just the history ones if you want to, but um, I listen to, I mean, I get the feed of all of them and then I pick and choose which ones I want to hear because it, 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 often it's a subject that I just don't care about. But um, when they do hit something, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that. Uh, this is like, exactly what i want to listen to so it's great that's a toughie i mean there's some shows that i was looking through my list here um i tend to listen to the bbc news quiz which is not really it's sort of still released as a podcast but the bbc has been kind of jerky about how they do that it's now all yeah their own app. you don't want to wait forever yeah uh so that annoys me but i like news quiz (laughs) um i I have listened to various other things in the past. There was a good Miriam Webster had a good like etymology podcast, which I enjoyed listening to, but it's been off the air for about a year now. They got to a hundred episodes and then they decided they're saying we're taking a break. And then they never came back and it made me sad. Mm. Uh, and then the other one I kind of enjoy, uh, tend to listen to when I'm like on a car trip or something is make me smart, which is the, um, uh, marketplace, the, the radio show, they do a podcast every day. That's like a little more uh, uh, casual and they have like little themes and stuff and they do little games and talk about stuff. And it's it's somewhat tech adjacent. They sometimes talk about tech stuff, but usually from a economics point of view. And I enjoy their uh, their chats. They're very Kai Rizdal is a great host and I really enjoy listening to him. So that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, well, Dan went with three. So that helps. Yep. Um, I. There's a, a newer show called The Word Association, which is from uh, Magic Tavern's Adol Rafai and uh, Brett Lyons and Rob White. They each come with one word. They bring up at the beginning of the conversation, and that's it. They they just have a conversation inspired by a word. Yeah. So uh, each week, each each of the participants has one word, and they share their word, and then that conversation ensues about that one and then there's the second one's word and then there's the third one's word it's great it's just great it's just three very funny people talking about stuff mm-hmm. like this i show. love exactly i love judge john hodgman which i've talked about before and has even adjudicated cases involving you two clowns and me um <laughs> and for the third one i guess i'll go with heavyweight um for a while heavyweight was on my shit list because spotify made it spotify exclusive but more recently spotify was like well that didn't work so now it's available everywhere again and it is probably the greatest podcast of all time <laughs> so wow jeez jeez uh, um they just go deep on you mean other than this um, one. deeply researched stories the, the one that we're not on exactly that's yeah. that we're not on right that was the premise of the question so that i understand 
So Jason posed a query, not not Jason Snell, but uh, listener Jason, uh, posed a question that led to a healthy debate in the Rebound Discord. But the question was, when you guys go to concerts, are you team hold your phone? <laughs> Let me try that again. When you guys go to concerts, are you team hold your phone and record the whole damn thing, even though you won't watch it later? Or team, I'm just fine with being in the moment and remembering it later? All right. Uh, I believe the concerts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have not been to a concert in a bazillion years, but I uh, if I if I were to go to one now, I would not be recording it. No. Yeah, I did go to a concert. Um, what about two months ago? Um, which right before I came down with COVID, not from the concert. I already had it. Um, and I saw there were definitely people nearby doing the whole drone, the whole phone thing, and I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate yeah. being in the audience or near those people. Just because I find it incredibly distracting. That, um, you know, and back when I was on Instagram and people would post their concert pictures, I always found them very like, like it's here's, hard to here's take a, a band good picture uh, like, at a concert. Like, yeah, they're either really blurry or they're very far away or both. And I and I also don't care. <laughs> yeah, I I took a couple like I there were a couple points where I like I took a few pictures or I took a video um, because like something cool was going on, but it was only like maybe a minute or two out of the entire, you know, two hour concert. I don't, I just, I don't want to have my phone in my hand. I'm here because it's a non phone experience yeah. and I want to enjoy it. Um, so yeah, strong, strong, no holding the phone up vibes. I, let's uh, weigh in with holding up the phone. I, I, I go to more concerts than you guys. It sounds like, um, and I will, you wear your vision pro, you wear your Google glass. Uh, <laughs> I will definitely take a couple photos because I want it to be in my memory so I can remember that I went to that concert and have it show up like a year later and that kind of thing. And I will likely record as much as 90 seconds of that concert at some point. Like if a favorite song of a family member who's not there comes up or they're doing something that's a little bit different or, hey, here's a cover they don't usually play, then I'll, I'll record a clip of that just so I can have it. And I do watch them. Uh, somebody talked about recording stuff and then taking their concert home and and digitizing it and putting the audio into their apple music library i definitely don't do that but i I like to have like a one to two minute clip and and a couple photos but that's it my phone i mean i'm probably not in my pocket because i'll respond to some notifications (laughs) or whatever but i'm there to experience the concert like i don't understand and i have nothing against swifties i don't understand the thing where you go to a concert where you can't see where you're basically just watching a screen the whole time. That is not a thing for me. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's more of an experience that I'm not interested in. I want to be as close to the stage as possible. I want to see the band. Uh, my favorite thing about going to a concert is when, I mean, obviously seeing your favorite songs, but when you can see a song that isn't your jam and then you like it more because of how you experience it live. <laughs> like I like when that happens. Like, wow, now I really get what they're going for or seeing it live maybe have this notion. I don't know, but mm. I mean, I'm just not a huge live music person. I like it, but it's not it's not something that I go out of my way to see because there's very few I don't go to as many concerts as I want, so I'm basically the yeah. opposite. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I was in high school and and then into college, I went to concerts for well, you know. I particularly high school, we went to a lot of concerts. Uh, there was nothing else to do back then cuz there were no smartphones. Nobody invented the movies yet. So, <laughs> is, is there? You guys got scared when the train came out. Oh no! I went to that one with a train game right at yeah. me. That was not for me, man. I like that we made the same joke, but we talked over each other. So John <laughs> I know, well, I, I picked up the. You know, I picked. <laughs> is there a concert that if it comes to town near you, you're always going to see? Like I imagine that's Guster for Dan. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, this, I went to my first Guster con- concert in June, 
uh, having missed them several times. And they, they are in the area fairly regularly, but I won't like, I don't really travel to go to them. I, there was a long time where I, I mean, I would like, I would go to like a John Williams concert, you know, if the, the Boston Symphony Orchestra was doing, you know, uh, or the Boston Pops were doing like a John Williams retrospective or something. I would try to go to those, but I don't know. Otherwise, no, there isn't really like, I got to go. I'll to see. This. They might be giants anytime they're around. Um, I'll see Weird Al Yankovic. I like to try to see. Uh, I, certainly, I'll see Ben Folds anytime he's around. I like to try to see Bare Naked Ladies, but their tickets—they're the most popular band I like. I guess <laughs> their tickets are too fucking expensive, and so sometimes I get annoyed. Like to go to a giant arena or one where you like are going to be outdoors for the show or something, and then the tickets are like one hundred fifty dollars each. I find that more less appealing than I'd like. So they're the ones who I don't see that I'd like to see. Uh, Yitz came back. Yitz had asked a question last time that I guess he thinks we whiffed on. <laughs> so he says, I did a bad job expressing my question last time, so here's a new take. Given how the iPhone impacted our world, ubiquitous cameras, live photos, never getting lost, always having access to all the info, what's the best possible outcome for how the Vision Pro will change our world? Not what do you think the Vision Pro will look like at that time. I know this may sound stupid, but my whole computing life, I felt trapped in the screens, like the screen was putting an upper bound on the way my mind could work, like I'm always working with blinders on. Well, it's, I'm not high right now, so I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> I mean, I see what he's going for. He, he wants too, to know, like, yeah, what, what is the... I mean, having a truly augmented reality layer, like, somehow overlaid on the world, I can see advantages of that. I can also see a ton of disadvantages to it. Um, but, I mean, that's the argument for most technology, is that there's there's some upsides and some downsides. But the idea of having an augmented reality layer where you could, you know, look at something and learn about it or uh, see your directions like over midair or have that name tag pop up with that person that you run into and you're like, you can't remember their name, but you're so embarrassed and you don't want to ask their name, right? Like there's lots of cool ideas and things that could be accomplished with that. Um, but I think that's super far away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thought of meeting somebody and you're wearing the, the vision pro. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, thing in yeah, the first that's not place what I'm like that, <laughs> I don't want to remember yeah. that person's name because that person yeah. is a real pain. Right. When they get to contact lenses, then that's when the magic I don't, I don't want to put contact lenses in my eyes. I'm just not, I'm not going to lie. I don't like sticking stuff in my eyes. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. You're one of those people. <laughs> I'm imagining an interaction where you're like, hi, 10% battery remaining, enter low power mode, question mark. Uh, I, I, I think the, the friction of blinking like, will, will power the, uh, the contact lenses. <laughs> there's on my on my daily podcast today i was talking about there's this and i promise this is my long way of answering it's his question a long way of saying i don't know but there's this uh improviser named harry mack who makes a bajillion youtube videos where he can freestyle rap on any topic at any time incredibly well and i look at him and i'm like i want to be able to do that i want to be able to do this the way that you do but you are you are incredibly gifted at this and i will never have that ability there's things that i think i'm good at but like i my answer is really i don't know because i can't think that big and i like i'm grateful that apple has the smart people working there because i really don't know what it'll be like to truly be screenless like it's hard for me to imagine a world where we are really screenless because of how things work because i think there's a lot of people like dan who don't want to wear contact lenses uh, i think there's and un, you could already today get surgery where they give you like a basically a permanent contact lens that does some things with your cornea and it's not the same as lasik it's like they're permanently putting a thing in your eyeball that now corrects your vision yeah. forever uh, a <laughs> yeah. lot of people well that's what they used to do that. for people with cataracts um because my grandfather yep. had had cataracts and he had cataract surgery and i remember investigating it at the time i mean this was a long time ago when it was like brand new and uh, being 
completely freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Because <And laughs> they're cutting your eye food. open and peeling it back and inserting a new lens. If they could somehow find a way to draw on your body's own power to power a thing that they can permanently install on you, I'm not ever getting it. I promise. I promise that's uh, that doesn't work for me. So it's hard for me to think big. It's like what what is it when you're not tethered to the screen? But I also I'm I'm for sure I don't want an augmented reality vision most of the time. Like I don't want a bunch of other data on the thing. Like I want it when I'm driving. My windshield can be fully electronic and show me the full navigation or whatever. That's fine. But most things I don't. I don't know. So I, I, it's hard for me to imagine. So yeah. I don't know why you well, listen to this podcast. Well, I think it was, it was hard to, to imagine how the iPhone would change uh, the world right. as well. Um, it just seemed like it was a a cool little computer that you had well, in your hand, and that was neat. But it was oh. difficult to, to say <laughs> it could possibly affect democracy. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> along along those lines, I mean, look at classic science fiction from like the 1950s, and it's all about moon colonies, and you will not find the internet. <laughs> anywhere yeah. in any of those yeah. right because nobody had thought of it like there may be an example or two here or there but like really envisioning the way that it, our world developed and how that changed things none of that yeah uh dustin asks do you all have any pacts formed with your spouses around not doing things that annoy each other i think <laughs> he has a word typo in here but i'm just going to read it as written for example my wife asks that i not say irregardless even in my always hilarious endearing self and ironic <laughs> way and in turn she agrees to not say apple watch and never iWatch. i think he means in turn she agrees to say apple watch and never iWatch. yeah because uh, I, so. I would hope so <laughs> yeah this is a Do you have such packed? difficult question to answer, I guess, because I feel like I don't have any that are really like what I would consider those fairly minor things, right? Those are just well, like, yeah. those are annoyances, yeah. right? Nitpicks. Um, I don't feel like I don't feel like I have those. There's things that we like don't, you know don't do or whatever that because they annoy the other person but i often feel like they're more of a like yeah i mean like make so, somebody mad and i don't want to do it uh when i trim my beard <laughs> i i i occasionally would leave some of the trimmings in the sink mm. and she was appalled by that and so i don't leave I, trimmings in the sink anymore we um obviously we we don't correct each other's grammar with the exception that <laughs> You can do it when you're wrong. <laughs> so, like, I, I will correct my kids on less versus fewer, but as a joke with Lauren and with my kids, I will wrongly correct them when they have used the right one when it's funny to me. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> when it's funny to you is the key. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, I, and uh, I have a rule about that. I, just, I don't like to talk about stressful things in bed. <laughs> That's, that's oh yeah well that's that is that is one that because i think karen has a habit of like unloading at the end of the day like you know like here are all the here are all the you know things that like i want to i want to get all this solved before we go to sleep and i'm like no i, don't. I have to solve these problems in my <laughs> yeah. sleep thank you or or you know she's a private investigator she will talk yeah. about some of her cases sometimes for a bit and i'm like that, you cannot that that one is that is a much more hard and fast rule. that one is much much yeah. more like no we are not discussing the kinds of things that your cases 
involved. I kind of right need that bed. rule because, like, invariably, I'll be like, you know, my wife will like get ready for bed, and she's in bed, and I come in after having gotten ready, and she's like, oh, I just read this horrific news story about some terrible thing oh, that happened. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't no, want to no, talk you about that now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know this makes you. I know this is really upsetting, and I get it, and I totally sympathize. It is a very upsetting story, but I did. This was not the time. Right. Yep. The only other thing that we that the rule is not followed as well is Lauren will. I, I I'm a very scheduled person. I love my calendar. I know this is all foreign to molts, uh, but everything <laughs> that I do is on my calendar. Um, it's got to breathe in, breathe out all day long. But so uh, Lauren will sometimes when when she is thinking about the thing, like say I'm brushing my teeth or something she'll be like hey can you take liam to this class on this day and i'm like i I can't answer this right now i need to have my calendar i can only tell you if i'm looking at my calendar so that's i just i don't like to discuss calendar stuff in a vacuum i like to discuss calendar stuff when i can be actively looking at my calendar that's that's hyper specific and then finally we have a question from jeeber asking (laughs) have any of you ever recorded something using your ipad using the front facing camera (laughs) Probably? I saw this question. I I was I had to think about it for a minute, but I was pretty sure. I'm almost positive. No, never. I don't think I've. Yeah. I don't even think. I don't even think I've ever taken a picture with a front facing camera on the iPad. I'm sure. I mean, I've, I've taken rarely taken a picture with my iPad at all, like either camera. Like I'm sure. I, I would say the camera on the front facing camera on the iPad gets used mostly for video conferencing. So yeah. I've definitely done like Zoom and FaceTime and stuff on that. Um, although it's remains uniformly terrible because they stick it in the worst place. like i'm so glad they fixed that on the 10th generation ipad and so mad that they haven't done it anywhere else it goes on the long edge it obviously goes on the long edge <laughs> yeah i i'm sure i've recorded things like um you know when <laughs> my family is listening to you. you know tactfully when you don't want to talk to like i don't know i've got young cousins who cannot really hold a facetime but I've got to, or nephews or whatever, and I've got to send them something on their birthday. It's so much easier to record a video and send that versus FaceTime them. <laughs> so I might use the front facing camera on an iPad to do that. If I've got a lot of family, I want them all to be able to see what's being recorded as we're doing it. So in that hyper specific situation, yes. Okay. Recording <laughs> videos for family members. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> um, but no, that's, I, I also don't, I, I think it's probably, I've used it more than I've ever used the rear facing iPad camera to record something. Really? I think Mm. I've definitely used the rear-facing one to record more just because, uh, you know, it's sometimes you're holding it and it's like, oh, man, record something. Uh, But I use my phone more than that, like, by far. No question. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the questions. If you want to be cool and ask us questions, go to prime.reboundcast.com. It's cheap. Those are two separate things, by the way. You can be cool and ask us questions. Yeah. Two features for the price of two features. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus episode? Bonus episode? Yeah. Guys, this is the time, dear listener, where we're going to do a bonus episode, but you only get to hear it if you have subscribed to Rebound Prime. So that's all the more reason to upgrade right now. And I don't want to miss. I'm going to tease it. We'll say this is still part of the episode, but I'm going to. I was going to say that there's a Mac topic we haven't talked about. So we're going to talk about it. Here comes the the juicy Mac topic in the bonus episode. Wow! But you have to subscribe. (laughs) 